Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone welcome back to paranormal i'm one of your hosts marie and i am nicolina and we are joined with a very special guest on the podcast today one of the hosts of the we watch wrestling podcasts we have vince averill on the show for you today everybody thank you thank you for having me on the show i appreciate it thank you so much for joining us so what have you been doing in your quarantine what's Um, going on you know uh stayed pretty well locked down actually have not really gone or done much of anything uh but uh just recording the podcast and um a couple other projects um uh, for if anyone listening is into hardcore punk i have a new seven inch out uh, from a band that i just did called pilau um on the label yeah I've, i've had a label called capsule records for for a long time but um but generally you know can't can't travel for wrestling shows can't tour manage so just uh, sitting at home and uh, like everyone else for the most part you know yeah yeah definitely i i hear you i remember at the very beginning spending probably the first three months just locked in my home unless yeah. i had to go get yeah. groceries i i did and, that before uh, yeah as well just not a fun time <laughs> for anyone right now but uh yeah i guess canada's in a little bit of a, a different bit of a different uh where you are <laughs> maybe you guys didn't spend as much time denying it at the front end and so it's uh yeah improved a little quicker but uh are you you're in toronto or nearby yes okay. we're we're in hamilton which is quite close I've to toronto. Been to hamilton many times nice because uh, i'm i grew up in detroit and then from because of hardcore i would go to shows in um hamilton and there was another guelph maybe some guelph, towns, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder, like, like what, what venues, era, like when, when. Oh, well, this would have been like uh, this. I'm an old man. This is this would have been like, um, you know, probably ninety two to ninety eight oh, yeah. or something. You know, there's actually a very um, sort of, um, I, I guess, famous isn't the word, but a band called Chokehold that was from is from Hamilton, yes. which was a big yep. band. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the scene. Yeah, okay. we were very we're into the later. Scene. later. Oh, just after. Yeah, okay. like yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. like 2002 to 2006 okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like i had a lip ring <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was long gone by that then, made but... me in the scene uh no, yeah. no that's, tattoos, that's so. really cool it's always very cool when people know what we're talking about when we say we're from hamilton yeah. so yeah and the, well the first band i ever did was grade which was a band from not toronto yeah, but very near loves them my husband <laughs> yeah. loves them yeah. loves them yes yeah. that's very, very interesting. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so funny. I have some history in Canada over there. Cool. Um, so obviously you've been impacted day to day with with things, quarantine, but mental health, everything, you're feeling like okay, or are you doing anything specifically to help kind of get yourself in a you know, I think that I think one is that you know, my wife and I were very 
lucky in that the work that we do has just continued. Sure. And um, so then outside of that, I think, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a therapy household, but then also um, physical activity, you know, uh, yeah. seems to be pretty valuable. And then just not uh, reading um, the internet as much as possible. That's my problem. <laughs> media, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Social media, it's Facebook, the, yeah. The, I'm a, the I'm a doom scroller. I, I yeah, don't, yeah, I do yeah, not yeah. do that. I gotta stop, but anyway. It's hard not to, it's hard not to, but it is, it, it can, it can be very beneficial if you're able to somehow, you know, at least do it less or something, you know, maybe. Yeah. I uh, just had this conversation with my mental health professional where I was like, I'm at this crossroad where like, I really, really want to stay informed. Mm. Like, there's a big thing happening on November 3rd and like, I really want to stay informed, but I also want to cry every time I hear a certain person's voice who's in charge of your country. Sure. Yeah. It's upsetting. I think I I really think the move is to just, instead of reading like the links that you're fed from your Twitter or Facebook, it's to find a source even outside of, out of, you know, like the guardian or a, a, a new sure. source that's outside of the country. Yeah, that's yeah sort I agree of, with that. You know, yeah, that's a good, good advice there. Okay, yeah. 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 It's not going to be awesome. that much less scary, but at least we'll, you can sort of be, <laughs> be like, a little less biased. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just feel like you're at least getting the straight shit, maybe as, as straight as it can sure. be. But yeah. Yeah. Damn. For sure. Um, okay. So I guess we can move on to our astrology talk. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little nervous to ask about it because uh-huh. I know that a lot of, I don't want to be sexist here in any way, but a lot of men, including my boyfriend and uh, others in my, you know, circle, they kind of cast astrology aside and I I really couldn't care less, Uh, but uh, they laugh about it. But then the minute that I talk about it or talk about my personal, you know, say my horoscope, they're like, ears to the to the wall mm-hmm. about what and they're like oh what yeah that's say? weird that that's kind of coincidental right. so what is your take on astrology um, does, does your wife listen like look at astrology at all do you share anything like that no i i think i think that i don't i don't sort of prescribe to it at all but i don't um yeah i'm not mad about it and i don't really you know if someone else does or you know like there are things some you know eastern medicines or things that i don't always dig on that i know other people do and if it and if they think it helps them then that's that's fine right it has nothing to do with me at that point so um yeah i won't i won't say that i've never (laughs) scoffed at it but i don't think that i'm (laughs) in a place now where that's where i'm trying to come from it's more just like you know i'm open to i'm open to all of it i but i don't generally look at it for any guidance you know yeah for sure so you're not reading your your horoscope on a daily or getting your natal chart no but i will say that if if it's in front of me right if i'm like flipping through or some for some reason (laughs) it lands in front of me i i always read it you know i'm never like it's always kind of fun yeah i want to at least see what it says even if it's you know but but yeah i don't i don't seek it out well astrology out of the way do you have any paranormal experiences or anything spooky ever happened to you um well i'll start by saying that i don't I don't dig on spooky shit and I don't like to spend a lot of time. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> I don't, I don't like to think about it too much because it does sort of play on my mind, but the, I've had a couple experiences. <laughs> One um, I've, I've seen a UFO before with oh. some people um, when I lived in New York and um, again, it was it aliens. I don't know. I do know that it was something I can't explain, which is, you know, up in the sky, um, 
it was a pretty, I guess what I've come to find out is a sort of a classic um, sighting, which is it was like three orbs that were in a triangle shape. The orbs were spinning and the shape was spinning, but the whole movement of the thing was so unnatural, uh-huh. you know, that you couldn't uh-huh. help but be like, I mean, everyone that was standing there was like me and three or four other people and everyone just was just going, what the fuck, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> oh um, and then it sort of just, sh- either it either disappeared or shot away it it, the, the, it was so strange that i don't think it, i was able to tell for sure it was just gone whether shot away from us or just disappeared okay. but um and then the other thing a couple of years ago i was up at a old farmhouse in the sort of upper middle part of michigan the lower peninsula and um the guy who owned it was there initially with us he was a buddy of the friend i was with and he sort of you know laid it out for us that you know he thought um something might be going on there and he was showing us some photos like old photos of people you know who had lived there and shit which is always creepy and so uh on like the third or fourth day my the guy i was it was just the owner left and it was just me and this buddy of mine and he had gone out to deer hunt or something sort of in the afternoon and so i was upstairs which you know it's like an old farmhouse so it's like you know um, when you go upstairs, the bedroom, it's just like a little square. And then off of it are these like little rooms. And so I was right. in like, just walked into the bathroom and I heard like a moaning. Um, but the strange thing was, it was like, it was a pleasurable moaning, you know, which is kind of strange, right? It was not like a pained, <laughs> like, uh, you know, you didn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a, a creepy, like spooky moaning. It was right. like a, it was the, something that you could tolerate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it was like, um, you know, sexual or something, but it was definitely like the moaning was not like a, a bad thing. Like happy-ish. I guess, yeah. And okay. so I don't know what what's the word. Well, just like, I, yeah, yeah, like maybe massage. maybe like yeah, a, that's a good one. Yeah, a mouthful of spaghetti or something, right? But yeah, like hmm, oh. like so, <laughs> so I like poke my head back out of you know into the like square of the the upstairs, sort of like what the fuck is that? And <laughs> and I went back in and I sort of heard it again, and then. I just hit the bricks. I just went downstairs and was oh, like, fuck this. God. And um, I was to tell my buddy. <laughs> and so subsequently he had told me one that like the guy who owned it had told him about th- this like bed sitter who would come where you're like on the bed and they come and sit and you oh, feel them yeah, sit on the yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah. And so that had happened. And then um, uh, the owner also had thought that he maybe had taken the spirit with him back to his house down in the lower peninsula because he said that at some point some shit at his house had kind of gone haywire, like flipped some shit off the walls or whatever. And he was sort of convinced that maybe a spirit from the house had gone home with him, had which is followed him. Yeah. Which is why I like, you know, because I, I don't know what I believe or don't believe, but I just figure it's best to not even like sometimes like talking about, it. I, I don't need anybody following me home. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't you want don't to open up that, that to, to letting them in. Yeah. For I don't sure. want no, no trouble uh, at the crib. What's going on here? just wants the attention my dog was also doing that earlier this is elvis and he is um causing a little disruption (laughs) everyone uh, the cat has entered there's a lot of people who are jealous that we are video chatting with elvis right now yeah he's a very very famous animal yes 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 so he's (laughs) it seems like he's settled in here for the moment so we'll let him do his thing (laughs) oh Um, i love it but um yeah so that those are the two experiences that i've had um that i would denote as being oh well let me let me actually do one more that i don't know um one time i was in um buffalo new york 
for, mm-hmm. actually for a hardcore show. And so I was like sleeping on someone's floor after. And it was Sounds a thing really. <laughs> where I like, um, in my dream, a glass was falling. And then when the glass broke, a glass had actually fallen in the kitchen and broken. Okay. Which is I don't like that. That is very spooky. That is very spooky. It was strange. It's interesting. That's interesting. That's strange. Because there was no way there, like, it wouldn't have been possible for me to somehow realize that there was a glass, like, just the way I was, you know, positioned or whatever, you know. But no. Yeah, unless you had like some sort of psychic abilities that are unexplored and have not uh, returned at any moment. Not returned at all. Yeah. No. One and done on that front. Yeah. But wow. Oh, geez. Yeah. This UFO story definitely creeps me out. It's one of my biggest fears is UFOs, like more than ghosts. Yeah. And uh, uh, it just made me think of just something funny. I don't think I've ever told it on the podcast before, actually, when please, I was please. a child. So I was terrified of aliens coming to abduct me to the point where my parents <laughs> took me to a doctor mm. and they tried to prescribe me medication. Wow. So <laughs> it was great. Um, so one night I was sleeping and I woke up and my dad is in my room staring out of my bedroom window and uh, he was sleepwalking and I obviously oh no. did not know this. And I was, so I whisper, yell, dad, what are, what are you, you doing? doing? Mm-hmm. And he was like, don't you see it? There's a UFO right there. And I, when I tell you, oh no, oh, yeah. oh yeah. no, after that, I would wait until the sun started coming up and then I would yeah. go to bed. There's I no dosage for that right there. I'm no, no, dosage. <laughs> I think it was helpful that it happened to me in Brooklyn, New York. Like, had I yes. been like out in any kind of rural area, it probably would have been a lot scarier. Instead, it was just like, what sure. the fuck, you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, and probably in adulthood, right? Right. You definitely. Were yeah, older yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe able to rationalize or <laughs> find some, you know, yeah. logic in the, in the experience. I find it interesting that you saw it with more than just yeah. yourself. Sure. I feel like those things always happen alone. And then you're like, no one's here to back me up. But I also, yeah. I felt good that a friend who I had known, you know, since I was a little kid, when I, when I told him, he was like, you know what, when you said that you saw a UFO, then I knew that that there were ufos or whatever he was like I, right. like you would not have like that's not something that you made would that have up. Yeah, made up or 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 like yeah yeah for so sure you were a very trustworthy friend. right at least as, as it pertains to ufos you know make this up for attention right yeah. which i've, <laughs> I've said multiple times i like having people who are not or not really open about paranormal stuff and or don't really talk about it or don't really look for it to talk about their experiences because I find them to be the most authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Myself included, never really was into it. And then things happened and I was like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't seem like it was normal at all. Um, my Same with my boyfriend, had him on the show and he's, he still like doesn't think that it that they no he thinks it's real but he doesn't think that paranormal events occur outside of that one isolated Uh, event (laughs) um but anyway yeah so um i don't know do you want to talk about yeah wrestling wrestling paranormal (laughs) wrestling i found some paranormal wrestling stories oh wow okay great yeah oh good i'm excited it seems like you haven't let's check it out (laughs) I, i don't i don't think so but maybe maybe i'm misremembering let's find out so there's a wrestler and i'm sure you know who this person is but he's one of the most popular wrestlers of all time apparently and his name is rowdy roddy piper mm-hmm. sure okay so he, so 
Rocky is considered a living legend to fans all around the world. Although he's dead now, but yeah. <laughs> so, oh, great. So he's a legend so a now. Legend. Just a legend. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a legend. Sure. But so this story actually contains two dead legends then, two wrestlers. Okay. Um, so he had a paranormal experience and he had said that the experience wasn't only like it, it didn't only have the greatest impact on his life. It also saved the lives of his family members. So I don't know if you know this, but he is Canadian. Yes. Like us. Mm-hmm. He was born in Saskatoon and he didn't have a very good family life. He said that, that his um, family grew up not with not a lot of money and his parents really didn't have a lot of patience for him. Mm-hmm. So when he was 12, he left home and he was living on the streets and that's when he learned how to box and then led into wrestling. And he, it was really an accident that he got into pro wrestling because somebody just didn't show, one of the pros just didn't show up for a wrestling match at the Winnipeg arena. Mm-hmm. So the promoter came up to him and said he'd pay him $25 to wrestle. But if he went, he was going to lose his amateur status because it's a pro event. Right. Okay? Yes. But he went anyway. Um, he fought against a guy named Larry the Axe Hennig. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I do, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. For people who know Mr. Perfect, that's Mr. Perfect's dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. I don't, but yeah, I'm sure some sure. people will listen to this who do. Um, and to this day, it remained the shortest match in Winnipeg history. Hennig took out Piper in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And after the match, the promoter came to talk to Piper. Piper thought he wasn't going to get paid because he did so badly. But the promoter thought he did a great job and he offered him another spot. And so this is how his career started. Yeah. Um, he didn't, again, he didn't have a family and he said that he was desperate for one. So he filled this void with wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then at 22 years old, he met another wrestler who was the same age and his name was Adrian Adonis. Yeah. Yep. They, yeah. they became best friends. They considered each other brothers. So both of them obviously become very famous. Uh, even though in the ring they were enemies, in real life they were each other's chosen family. And then in 1984, Piper says that at the time it was called WWF, I believe now it's WWE. WWE. Um, he, they used to do a three-week like a three-week stint of television in Poughkeepsie, New York, and Piper described it as three weeks of hell. He um, had just had a daughter, and the pressure of traveling was really getting to him. He wasn't getting along with any of the wrestlers who were there, and he was just generally having a really bad time. And one night he has like a major freak out. He's throwing chairs around the arena, not during a wrestling match. <laughs> so like it wasn't part of the show. Okay. <laughs> and, um, Adrian ended up coming up to him and he's basically like, you know what your problem is, man, you need to buy a house cause you never had a place to call home. And I guarantee you, you're going to buy a house and you're going to settle down and things are going to be great. So within two months, Piper buys a house and he says, Adrian was right. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Adrian Adonis was in Newfoundland and he was driving home from an event with three other wrestlers in the vehicle and the, um, whoever was driving the vehicle had 
they think he swerved to avoid a moose, but they're not completely sure. Fucking moose. I know. They went over a ledge. They went down a rocky cliff, and tragically, every single person in the vehicle passed away. Okay. Um, things got really bad for Piper after that. He was on the road all the time. He was away from his family, and now... I promise you here is where the paranormal stuff starts to come in. <laughs> his family had started calling him and telling him that on the nights that he wasn't home, weird things had started happening at the house. So one night his daughter woke up and she said that there was a man staring at her mm-hmm. and his son would see shadows moving around the room and he would hear things. So his wife was starting to worry and she would call him and tell him what was going on. And it was only happening on nights when he was on the road. Okay. So one night Piper was coming home. Um, he was, he says he's coming from coming home from the airport around 6 PM. He pulls into the driveway and his son is already outside and his son is outside just like shaking with fear. Okay. Um, and all he can get out of his mouth is that he sees a man in the house and that as his dad was pulling into the driveway, he saw the man going past one of the windows. Um, so there's somebody in the house, obviously, is what they come to the conclusion. Sure. He thinks like or a, the probably a burglar or something at that time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Piper says that his son was so scared that he could barely speak. So Piper comes into the house, obviously full of adrenaline. Uh, the only thing on his mind is that he's going to protect his family. Sure. And he can see that the door is cracked open about an inch. So he's like in a rage, running through the house, looking to take care of whoever's in here. Um, and in this house, there was a huge fireplace and two logs had come down in the fireplace and had started a fire. Oh. So his carpet had caught fire. Um, and he's like, oh shit, my house is going to burn down. <laughs> so he doesn't think about this man anymore. He puts the fire out. And right after he's done putting out the fire, he looks up. And there is a man standing there. Mm -hmm. And he said, all of a sudden, it was like a big reveal. It was Adrian Adonis. Adrian looked at him and he said, hey, Rod, I took care of the house for you. So I don't think he started the fire. I think the fire was happening and he was there to protect the kids and get them out of the house or do what he had to do to stop this from happening. Um, or maybe so he's just scaring the shit out of Roddy's family, but he thinks or, he's, or just that, like, that. he's just like, I'm you just know, hanging out, just making sure everything's cool. But they're yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. For sure. <laughs> but also what's interesting though, is you would think that his family would have known Adrian. Who, who he was. Yeah. So, right? so but maybe, maybe he wasn't revealing himself totally, fully yeah. to those people. Yeah. Maybe they didn't know him enough. Or just to, like a shadow person. Because when yeah. I saw an apparition, I couldn't make out any facial features. Sure. Yeah, like exactly. Shadow okay. of a person. Okay. And I do know that in the interview that he, he was like, honestly, like, if anyone told me the story, I'd be like, yes, this is he was pure like, this bullshit. Is bullshit. Yeah. And he's like, I've never believed in this, sh- this stuff my, yeah. in my entire life. And he's like, I have no That's idea how to explain this away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And he says he stood there for a really long time and he didn't want to leave because he was hoping that his friend would come back, uh, but he never did. <laughs> and really he said, I know he ended his interview with saying that there's no doubt in his mind that his brother was there to take care of and watch over the family in the house that he told them to buy while Piper was on the road and was unable to watch over his family himself. Makes sense. And there's my paranormal wrestling story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. I thought so too. So you've you've given us your paranormal experiences. Do you have a lot of people I find that we have on here, their families usually share or kind of pass down some some type of like um not not paranormal experiences, but kind of a 
they mold you to either believe or not believe, or they've had experiences within your family. Do you have that in your family at all? Do you like, does your mom really believe or anything like that or your dad or someone else? That well, you know, is- so no, but I think there's like, one thing is my dad who, so my mom and dad are both passed, but my dad um, was a very like straight shooting, like no bullshit kind of guy. And so he, he was, he thought that he had almost spontaneously combusted one time. And the fact that he was like saying that was like, holy shit. Like kind of like the way my friend was like, well, if you said it, then it, like, I, I it tend to have. believe him, whether, whether it was really going to happen sure. or not. The fact that he was like, I think I saw this thing about people who spontaneously combust. And I think that it almost happened to me one time, you know, holy shit. Dude, this is something that I greatly fear. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only other thing is, so then my mom passed away when I was young and my sister is like about 11 years older than me. So she was obviously, you know, a bit older when it happened, but I remember her at one point sort of saying that she like thought my mom was at the end of her bed, but because she never brought it up again, or I've never really heard about it. I don't know if that was just like, you know, a one and done, I, you know, I don't know what, what a dream maybe or yeah, something. But, yeah. but, yeah. but the, um, but the spontaneous combustion thing has stuck with me, you know, because it was just so out of left field for him. Stick with me as well, yeah. Almost as crazy as the time that he's looking at the TV and Metallica was on there with their haircut, and he was like, "That's Metallica." He's like, "That doesn't look like Metallica," and I'm like, "What the fuck are you? T- how do you know who? What? What? Do you- yeah." I want to know though, how do you think you almost spontaneously combust? Yeah, I kind of want. So how do you reach that? Right, he was at the doctor. Um, and he was like waiting for the doctor in the room. And he said that he just started to get like so insanely hot, like beyond any sort of like fever or anything. And it just like, it just sort of went up and up until it finally like broke. And then he obviously was still there and he was like drenched and whatever. But Shit. that was that was the story, yeah. Yeah, he was just like felt like his body was like expanding to a point, but just like, like getting so pressure hot and, and so like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That's terrifying. My That's God, interesting. <laughs> it's terrifying. And the I, thought that like I could one day just be sitting there and just <laughs> yeah. go up in flames is so so scary. <laughs> I feel like there's so many episodes of like CSI and things. It's just like he is spontaneously combusted. We don't. But that's the thing, though. It's not like. I don't think you have to worry about like suffering while you're on fire. Cause it seems like when that happens, you just, there's just a spot where you were. So I think it's just like, boom, right. you know, cause it's like, I'm not saying that you need to look forward to it, but, to, <laughs> but to, to, you know, to worry about being on fire, I don't think you need to worry about it. I think it's just going to happen right. and you'll be gone. It's you know? definitely probably not the worst way, I guess, to go. Like there are worse ways to well, go. Absolutely. To me being buried alive is oh, my, that, my absolute yeah. worst nightmare. Yeah. 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 That's no good. That's- that's, that's no that's no good. That's no, no yeah no that's up there for me yeah. for sure yeah you have cats obviously mm-hmm. have, you, have they ever you think they've ever like looked at a wall and you're like what are they looking at and it's a ghost because i do that all the time there are yeah <laughs> there, i don't trust cats enough to do that oh i do there are there yeah there are certainly times i think when i've sort of been like what are you worried about you know and and almost more <laughs> like earthquake because i've seen the videos mm. like where you see cats and then an earthquake hits. So like yes. if they start getting squirrely, sometimes my sure. brain goes to earthquake, but, but I don't yes. think that I've actually seen them behave that way. And then an earthquake happens, you know what I mean? But, but that's right, like right, my, right. usually my main thought. Otherwise I just assume like, you know, they're just being a cat, you know, but yeah, I don't yeah. give them I feel like that's a, that's a more of a common dog thing to, to look at corners of walls well, for no, because 
I feel like cats do that frequently just for shits and giggles kind of yeah a spider or whatever or just to fuck with you but like a dog doesn't necessarily just like look at a wall out of nowhere i don't Uh, know they're a little lazier when it comes to that i don't know i don't know i mean i I definitely i definitely know cats to behave that way but i just don't i think that after a certain point i'm just i just you know i don't give too much thought to like oh it must be a a spirit or something i just assume it's a light or something apparently gatekeepers of souls Mm. and spirits right so they're they're supposed to protect your spirit okay and if if you like i mean if is that why you have so many cats (laughs) i have two yeah Yeah, well well, there's three over here so be careful oh there you go two cats and one dog okay. so i've still got three pets but um but i have a friend we you know her but we um have a friend who uh she was trying to astral project and i don't know if you know what that is i don't but she i didn't know until she told me this story but she was trying basically it's like a deep form of meditation until you can get your soul or spirit to leave your body and basically travel around and so she was doing this and she was trying for like a couple hours, she said. I would never want and to And she try started, that. no, she started feeling it leave and she's Oof. like, it's working. Holy shit, it is working. Mm-hmm. And then her cat ran from the other room full speed into her bedroom and landed right on her chest where she felt herself starting to oh. come out. And I was like... They're gatekeepers of the soul, man. They didn't want you to go anywhere. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere. No. I was watching Insidious, and that's uh, that's how I know what actual projection oh. is, because the Insidious. Uh, chapters are basically uh, all about this astral projection mm-hmm. and going into like the other world. Yeah, but, this isn't yeah. some kind of mushroom deal, right? It's just a uh, no. no I mean, <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, my my grandma, she would talk about a cat like trying to suck a baby's breath. Which would be different, I suppose. That's like interesting. That's that's a negative, oh. right? The is cat's like, like it would than, kill yeah, the baby. That is more negative. Oh, yeah, because like I've t- I don't have children, but I've told my husband if if there was ever a time where we had children, please just remember to keep the nursery door closed because cats will just jump into they'll they want to cuddle. They're warm. Babies are really warm, and right. they suffocate them accidentally. Oh, yeah, geez. I'm sure that's what it right because you know my grandma was born in 1907 so it goes back a little ways and i'm sure there was some explanation right a cat jumped in and landed on a baby sure. or something and it was like oh it, it sucked the breath out of it you know but yes well, and then it just turned into a, a myth yeah. or a legend yeah. or something really yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 totally thank you so much yeah. for your time sorry about the technical difficulties at the beginning no worries um and it was great to talk to you yeah. so, before you go yep. quickly, i'm oh. really sorry I'm, I'm sure you're expecting this i'm a huge fan of your wife oh awesome <laughs> Love it. I've gone to every Toronto live oh, show. Oh, very cool. Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. And um, just tell her thank you so much for the awesome content because I love it. Didn't you so, say you, you. Tried to, you got front row or I, you tried to get? Oh, she I almost got picked for a, oh, yeah, it's, a hometown. Oh, she was in the pit. Yeah. Uh, yep. She wasn't moshing this time. There was two but. of us holding our hands up. I was passed over. Oh, no. I'm over it. <laughs> well you know hopefully maybe there'll be another one someday you know another show yeah, uh, yeah. live shows and i wanted to say like a heartfelt good luck to everyone over in america on november 3rd i hope that the sanest person wins <laughs> yes truly. yes yes i agree I, and i and i hope uh i hope that too yeah yeah, yeah. Good. okay <laughs> take care thanks Thank take awesome care. Stay okay bye. bye if you like this episode of paranormal we need your help Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, 
go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember, stay, stay spooky. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.